Welcome back to Friar Talk, everybody. Today, we're going to be talking about the Padres' biggest need outside of a left-handed starter, and that is the outfield. And as we know, they've traded Juan Soto and Trent Grisham to the Yankees, and now they have Fernando Tatis, Jose Azokar, potentially some rookies like Jackson Merrill that could come up. But those are question marks. We don't even know if they're ready yet. So it's it's interesting. And the name that keeps getting brought up the most is a guy that we've talked about on this channel a ton, Cody Bellinger. So, Isaac, I'll let you start, man. Do you think there's a chance that the Padres could go out and sign Cody Bellinger? Obviously, he could play center field. You could keep Fernando and Wright. You could have, you know, Azucar, Jacob Marcy, who is it, uh, Jackson Merrill, whoever play left. You could kind of go that route and just sign one outfielder and kind of be like, oh, maybe that works out. Do you think it's possible? It's possible. Um, obviously, he's estimated to make $22.5 million per year. Uh, that's about half of what the Padres, maybe even more than half of what the Padres have left to spend. So I think it's possible, but it's not very likely. Um, now, remember, Cody Bellinger was not that good before. And, you know, us, we saw the potential. We said, hey, I still think he could be good. Let's sign him for a year. Granted, he did get signed for a year, $17.5 million. He's expected to get a $5 million raise. You go on his baseball savant and you quickly see this guy is not worthy of a $5 million raise. Maybe a three, maybe a $2 million raise, but $5 million is a lot. Granted, great glove, barely a downgrade from transgression when it comes to the glove. An upgrade at the plate for sure, but this is a, I don't know how much transgression made, but this is probably like a $15 plus million upgrade. And this is a 10, what is it? Uh, $8 million downgrade from Juan Soto. That's a fat downgrade, if you ask me, from Juan Soto to Cody Bellinger. And there's going to be some Padres fans that will not agree with me considering Bellinger's glove is better. But come on, Juan Soto is magnificent. And you look exactly like you look at his baseball savant. This does not say that the value he provided at the plate is going to carry over. Look at that. I mean, it's not, that is not telling me that what he did last year is going to carry over to what he's going to do in 2024, especially if he comes to the Padres. Everyone who comes to the Padres ends up sucking. So, yeah, I mean, it's a lineup where he's going to be covered a little more, right? It's it's better for him to be in this lineup, but expected batting average 76 percentile, slugging percentage 57 percentile, yeah, he had a fat upgrade in OPS. What what is that? 881. Hey, that's that's great. Granted, if he comes with the Padres, that's going to fall significantly. Hard hit percentage in the 10th percentile, sweet spot, 26th percentile. This is a guy that it, it's it spells Padres downfall. It spells you come to the Padres, you're not going to be good. You're not going to be worth your contract. Granted, I don't feel like the Padres need another big contract. I don't think they need Cody Bellinger. There's a lot of outfield options. Not that they're Cody Bellinger, not that they're Juan Soto, but there's Jock Peterson. There's uh, T. Oscar Hernandez. Will Myers, to me, is not an option. I'm sorry. There's Jorge Soler. Yeah, I mean, look, there's there's quite a few names that hey, maybe they're not that great, but there's Jog, yeah, there's Tommy Pham, who's probably a not an option I want, but it's an option that's that's there. There's David. You Paul, like that highlight? Joey Gallo. I was gonna say Joey Gallo is much more likely than um, Cody Bellinger. There's Jerickson Profar, who is also much more likely than Bellinger. 
there's uh there's a lot of guys there's a lot of guys not that they're yeah eddie rosario has been brought up a lot when it comes to the padres as well not that they're that good right the guys aren't that great but they're probably more affordable and that's what you want you're looking for affordable guys that can provide you some value and kind of give you better value than what you got last year out of guys like trent grisham jose azokar um i mean different guys in the, in the lineup that weren't providing much but Ideally, you teach Jake Cronenworth to play the outfield like we've discussed before. And you don't, maybe not a full time outfielder. That's not at all what I, what I expect, but kind of be more of a utility guy, just trying to make more outfielders and sign cheap outfield options because you still need a, a pretty solid lefty option in the rotation, if not two. Um, yeah, there's a lot of needs for the Padres right now. And this is definitely one of the bigger ones. Um, I anticipate Fernando's going to stay in right field. Um, but there's center field options, Harrison Bader. Um, that's probably the only one that comes up off the top of my head, if, if I'm being completely honest. Not that he's that great at the plate, but he's a good defender. Um, but there's also cheaper options in left. And if you're looking at an expensive option in center, hey, Cody Bellinger is the one, right? He's the one that you're going to be looking at and saying, if I'm going to spend a lot of money in center, it's going to be for Cody Bellinger. And a lot of these guys like Bellinger, man. Fernando says Bellinger is one of his top, top players, and I assume Manny has – who has played with Bellinger before would say the same thing. Xander's played against Bellinger in some World Series. So I'd assume they all have high high praise for Bellinger, but I can't imagine that Bellinger would bring over the same type of production that he had in Chicago. I I agree with you, man. And, and I think I basically agree with everything you said, like in terms of Cody Bellinger would come here, he would – his OPS would probably drop closer to what it was in 2022 and 2021 than what it was last year, which was, you know, in the 500s and 600s. And last year was 881. We've seen this before, man. We've seen guys come over here and just struggle offensively. This would probably do that. And you also brought up the raise, like, oh, he's going to get this much of race. What about the years, dude? He's probably going to get a five-year deal. Like, he's going to get a fat contract. So, I don't think that, and it's annoying too. Isaac, we were we were all over this the past two seasons of like, hey, if the Padres somehow could could trade with the Dodgers and get Cody Bellinger, try to do it. And we're like, we don't think that's very likely, but of course you should try to do that if you can try to figure something out. It makes sense, right? Because we always wanted we always wanted Grisham gone. And last year, we're like, one of the best things they can do is go and sign Bellinger to approve a deal and dump Grisham. Hey, dude, imagine. If, Bellinger put up a just imagine his his OPS was 80 points lower than it was last year in a Padre uniform. Padres probably make the playoffs. Like they probably make the playoffs just on that move alone. And it was not that expensive of a contract. And they don't have Xander Bogarts for the next 10 years, for the next decade. So like it's annoying because it's like we wanted Cody Bellinger, but now I, I it's passed. Like that that time has passed. It doesn't make sense anymore. Uh, you brought up some of the outfield options, and, and let me pull up the, the list again. But there's some very intriguing names. So we're both no on Cody Bellinger. Well, what does that mean? Well, we want to talk about Fernando moving to center in another episode fully. But you can move him to center. You can keep him in right, whatever that is. But having having like an outfield of what they currently have on the roster is not going to do it. You need pop. You need pop in the outfield. Jock Peterson. Fantastic option, in my opinion. We'll see what he gets, but he's a fantastic option. Joey Gallo, most likely option. Do I want him? Absolutely not. Do I think that the Padres will actually probably sign him and he'll start opening day? 
Yes, that would be my bet. That that's where I'm putting my money. Tommy Pham. Tommy Pham would actually be a good option, but I don't think he would sign back on the Padres. I think there's about a zero percent that that chance that happens. I don't think Padre fans want him to sign back. Uh, there's Profar, you know, there's some other guys, Eddie Rosario, but these aren't like big names. These are like, you know, hopefully they're going to be more than a replacement level player for Profar and Rosario. Also, Eddie Rosario is one of the worst defensive outfielders in the league. Like if you thought Juan Soto was bad, Eddie Rosario is, Eddie Rosario is scary bad. Um, Austin Meadows, he was good a couple years ago. You know, there's some guys that used to be good. Jackie Bradley Jr., right? Like, uh, I don't know, Will Myers, you know, stuff like that. Jesse Winker, Jorge Soler is good. That's another option. He's more of a DH, but, you know, he's a potential option. Uh, Teoscar Hernandez, that's another, that, that's a good option there. Like, there are a bunch of intriguing names on this list. Um, definitely more left field section, even though a lot of these guys play both. But it's going to be Peterson. The guys that, we, that at least I thought think that are the best options are Jock Peterson and Jorge Soler. Because what do you do if you add Jock Peterson and Jorge Soler? You add 70 home runs to your lineup. You had 70 home runs to your lineup, probably. Let's say very light, 50 home runs. Okay, you're still adding 50 home runs to your lineup. Like, if they have down years. So, I like the idea of bringing them in a lot. It would cost a little bit, but it would probably cost about the same that it would cost to bring in, you know, a, a uh, Cody Bellinger. And... In my opinion, and I'm not going to give my full pitch today because we'll save this for when it's really slow and boring and because we don't think it's going to happen. We don't think Fernando's going to be moved to center field. But if you moved Fernando to center field and you put Jock and Jorge Soler in the other two outfield spots, is that the best hitting outfield in the league? Like, actually, is it, Isaac? Like, I, I need to know. Do you think it is? I know I just put you on the spot right there. I think it is. Yeah, I don't know if it's the best hitting outfield, but it's one of the top ones. It's 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 if not one of the best hitting for average, it's one of the best in terms of pop, and that's what you're asking for, right? When you learn when you lose a guy that hits for high average, that hits for 35 home runs, his has a high OPS. Yeah, you're not going to be able to replace that very easily, but you can try. And those two guys, granted, Jorge Soler, yeah, you're right, he'll probably play more of a DH kind of guy, but it doesn't really matter. You're, the point is, whatever position it is, you're trying to replace some of Juan Soto's production. Whether that be, you're not going to get it from one player, you're going to need to get it from multiple, and you're going to have to do it at around a $30 million salary because that's what Juan Soto was going to get. <clears throat> kind of like a Moneyball thing, right? You remember at the beginning of Moneyball, I was like, uh, we just lost, who was it, Damon? I think it was Damon, right? And Giambi. And Damon and Giambi, and he said, let's get three guys that can combine for this, this, and that, right? That will make less or the same as Giambi and Damon. And that's essentially where you're going to be looking at for the Padres. Let's try and find a few guys that can give combined production of this for the same price, if not cheaper. And that's where guys like, I don't know how much Peterson's going to make, but that's why people are bringing up Rosario. That's why people are bringing up Gallo, Profar, you know, stuff like that. The guys that are cheap. Because that's what we're looking at. We're looking at guys that are cheap that can somewhat at least help us, right? We're not trying to look for superstars. That's unrealistic right now, considering not only the moves they made in a trade, but they just lost Tim Hill for $1.8 million. That was the same they're going to pay him. And they dumped off Juan Soto as like a salary dump. How many teams dump off a player like that for a salary dump? The Padres are, they're cash strapped and people make fun of the loan, whatever. 
the Dodgers have taken out multiple loans over the past few years. So the loan is not a big deal. I don't know why it's been made such a big deal, but for the Padres, yeah, it's, it's kind of starting to seem like a bigger deal than it was um, when it first came out because now we're seeing, hey, they might actually be pretty cash strapped. We don't know. And now AJ Preller has to do something that he has never, ever, ever, and I mean ever been good at, Moneyball. He's good at the opposite. Signing the relievers for too much. That's true. I'm not talking about Matsui though, right? I like the yeah. Matsui deal. Yeah. Um, he's I mean, he's been good when it comes to the bullpen. It's just finding guys for cheap, like like Nelson Cruz, Matt Carpenter. Um Hey dude, Matt Matt Carpenter wasn't cheap though. <laughs> no, he wasn't, yeah. Six million is not cheap. Um, but yeah, there's there's he's he's it seems like for the lineup, at least, he's had a hard time finding guys that are cheap that can give you production, you know, pretty good production, at least. Yeah. Yeah, that's our piece. No on Cody Bellinger. Yes on cheap corner outfield options that have can, that can produce offensively. That's going to be the biggest thing. I think, like, sometimes you can get kind of like, oh, Jorge Soler, you know, he's not a good defender. Dude, he hits a bunch of home runs. You don't have to play him in the outfield every day. You can DH him a lot of the time. You're gonna have to play him at the beginning of the year because Manny's gonna need a DH, but like that can work out. Like that, that could work out. So let us know who you think. Let us know who you want the Padres to go after in the outfield. What is your if you could build if if you can set an opening day outfield, try to keep it realistic. All right. Don't I don't want to hear some crazy ass names, but if we're keeping it realistic, who's your starting outfielders? I'd be excited to see what people think because I think they'll kind of direct us of like, okay, people really want Jock. You know, people really want Horace Lett. People really want Eddie Rosario. Um, everyone likes Eddie Rosario because of the World Series. It's fair. I don't know about Eddie Rosario. I'm being honest. Like, some of it does make sense, but I don't know. Um, but, yeah, let us know what you think, and uh, we'll be back next week. Hopefully there's some more stuff going down uh, with the Padres. But, yeah, thank you all for listening, and we'll talk to you all soon. Have a good night.